We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies EdTech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com slash B-E. Welcome to Transformative Principle, where I help you stop putting out fires and start leading. I'm your host, Jethro Jones. You can follow me on Twitter at Jethro Jones. Welcome to Transformative Principle. I am Jethro Jones, your host, and Transformative Principle is a proud member of the B Podcast Network. That is the network you go to for the best educational podcasts out there. We've got over 30 shows on there now, which is just crazy. So uh, no matter what position you're in, there's a show for you. And if you don't have a show, let me know and let's get one going. Uh, I'm excited to have on the show today. Samantha Opperman. She has 11 years of experience in education. She has served as an English teacher at the secondary and post-secondary level for nine years, an instructional coach at a middle school for one year, and is currently the building principal at Bradshaw Mountain Middle School in Dewey, Arizona. Opperman is originally from California, moved to Arizona in 2019. She's married to her husband, Daryl, and they have two sons, Luke and Reed, which are five and two years old. Sam is also in her first year of an educational doctorate program for leadership and innovation at Arizona State. I forgot you're in your doctoral program. We didn't even talk about that. I think you're a year and a half ahead of me. And uh, so I'm learning a lot from you in that process as well. Uh, So Sam, thanks so much for coming on the show today. I appreciate it. If you've been listening to Transformative Principle for any amount of time, you know that I have a love-hate relationship with EdTech. We have the ability to personalize learning for every single one of our students, and yet so many of our ed tech tools fall short. We need our technology to do more for us. That's why it's so important for me to know that IXL provides true personalized learning across the entire pre-K-12 curriculum, and that it's proven to benefit all student populations, including English language learners and students in special ed programs. As a principal, 
I've used this in my school. As a parent, I've had my children use it as well. And let me tell you, this is a tool that definitely helps students learn and practice better. iXL is research proven to accelerate achievement. Studies across 45 states show that iXL schools outperform non-iXL schools on state assessments, and independent research from Johns Hopkins University verifies that iXL meets ESSA Tier 1 standards. With those results combined with iXL's teacher-friendly reputation, what more could you ask for? Now, you also know that I don't care so much about test scores, but I know that they are legislatively convenient and something that we have to deal with and manage on a day-to-day basis. If you can implement something that is easy and effective, why wouldn't you do it? If you have a goal to increase achievement for all students, make sure to find out what iXL can do for you. Visit iXL.com slash B for a demo. That's iXL.com slash B-E. So Sam, tell us about why you wanted to do the PQ coaching, uh, mental fitness coaching that I've been talking about. Why was that appealing to you? Well, after doing the, that kind of initial professional development that you put out talking about it and talking about how it's a more positive, you know, looking at circumstances, looking at things, looking at yourself in a more positive way. Um, I was mostly intrigued by that because, you know, a- as a principal and as a brand new year one principal, it's very easy to get wrapped up in all of the things going wrong, all of the the minor, yeah, and may some of them not minor issues that that occur on your campus. And if you can't maintain that positive outlook, it's very difficult to get you and your staff out of those situations or to move in a more progressive direction. And as as a teacher, I know that I struggled with positivity with not allowing myself to kind of drown in those negative aspects, you know, and I know that in the last couple of years, just personally, I know I've struggled with it. Um, You know, I left a a school that became very much my identity in California. Uh, I was there for five years. I started um, a theater program from nothing and became what I felt was kind of a staple at the school. And when my husband wanted to move to Arizona to have a better opportunity for our family and our children, it was a very difficult move for me. And I struggled very much to be positive about the move, to be positive about the new school, which was different, not better or worse, but just different. And I know that moving up is something that didn't necessarily like it would help in the moment, but I still didn't feel satisfied by it. I was having new struggles, new difficulties. And I know that I really was challenged by looking at the positive side of things and being able to reflect internally about them. So when the positive intelligence was introduced to me, I thought this is something that I need to one, become a better leader and two, just kind of to become a better human. Yeah. And, you know, really the whole purpose of the coaching that I do is to help people really become better humans. And I do that through the method of coaching principles specifically. But to me, it really is about that holistic piece of improving not just your leadership, but also the rest of your life. And 
And so what are some things that you were struggling with before? You talked about moving up into the principal position and how this is your first year. I don't know if you said it was your first year, but I'm making sure people know it is your first year because uh, I think that's important too because there's a sense of overwhelm that comes with that. Uh, what were some of those things that you were struggling with before? You, you're one of, let me just say this also, you're one of the few people who was like, hey, this is exactly what I need. How do I make it work? And you were really prepared mentally for the kind of help that I provide. So what did you, what were you struggling with that was saying, I need the extra help? My biggest struggle was, and, and from what I saw and from what I heard from my family and my staff was my ability to relate to other people following a difficult day or following a challenging day. Um, in my position, I don't have an assistant principal. So I don't have anyone, and I'm a principal of a middle school. So I don't have anyone to do or to help me out with discipline. And I have found as an administrator that people don't necessarily bring positives to you. Yeah. People bring problems for you to fix and to solve. And it's something I'm good at. I'm good at solving problems. I'm good at seeing, you know, outside of the box, finding creative solutions. But it becomes very daunting when your entire day is consumed by other people's problems, things that need to get fixed, students who need to be reprimanded, teachers who need to be reprimanded, um, having difficult conversations with parents, and to feel like your cup is only being filled with negative things. Um, when I was a classroom teacher, I would get those aha moments from kids, reaching a kiddo who was difficult before helping a kid yeah. master something that they thought they couldn't do. And that helped get me through the difficulties of being a teacher. As an administrator, I don't have those same opportunities to get aha moments from kids every day. I get them throughout, you know, sometimes it takes days, sometimes it takes weeks, but I don't get that positive everyday feedback. And it's a struggle. And when I, when I would go home, you know, and we, I think in education, we all have the spouse who we just trauma dump onto, uh, and they get the negative stands out more than the positive. And when I have more negative than positive anyway, it really stands out and it taints that relationship because that person is now, I'm now doing to my husband, what was being done to me all day. I'm now just handing him all of the negative things that have gone on. And I have two small children. So it's also difficult to then be this happy, excited person when you've just been negative dumped on all day. And I, I saw it in my relationships with my children, with my husband, um, with teachers who would come up and say, are you okay? Because they could see on my face that I wasn't. And so I knew that I needed something. And my, my district doesn't have the same leadership opportunities or growth opportunities that larger districts have because we're fringe rural districts, so we don't have a lot of things. And you know, the principals have all been very amazing. You know, call me whenever you need to, reach out to me. You know, if you have a problem, we'll talk through it. However, it wasn't the same. Your calling to solve one problem is not the same as being able to talk through how we got to that problem or how my perspective is 
causing me to look at a problem a certain way and not another way. And I felt like one, I needed an outside party to be able to address some of that. Um, and two, I needed someone to kind of call me on my stuff and say, hey, you know, you may feel like it's this, but let's look at why you feel that way. Uh, what is interfering with your ability to be objective in this particular instance? And that's why that's why this program is so helpful and so useful for me in particular. The other thing that I want to ask related to this beginning thing is that you did a, uh, a you took me up on an offer for a free coaching session, right? And mm -hmm. and what did that coaching session tell you about my approach that would be beneficial for you? The biggest thing is that you were a neutral party without a vested interest in my district. Um, but a vested you, interest, I will say, in yeah. you personally, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And in in the in the time of that session, I realized just from our conversation that I was going to I was spinning my tires, essentially on a problem. It was starting to consume everything, and. What you did, Jethro, is you stopped me and you said, Sam, stop. <laughs> let's let's look at this problem from a human side of it. Let's look at this teacher as, as a human being, as a person. Do you think that this is what she wants to happen? And I had to hit the brakes a little bit and not look at this individual as a problem, but look at them as a person. And it changed my entire approach to it. The outcome was essentially the same. However, it, it changed the way I interacted with that individual and how I started interacting with other people who I would have before thought were just a problem I needed to solve. And instead, you know, were people I needed to either help or support or coach or, you know, just listen to. And it helped kind of define my role a little bit. My role isn't necessarily to be a manager. My role is to be a leader. And to do that, I have to be a lot more self-aware than I was prior to entering this. That Sam, that is so powerful because anybody can come in and be a manager and keep the school from burning down. Like that's not really that hard, but being a leader and having people actually follow you and want to follow you and care about what you think, say, and do is, is an entirely different story. And one of the things I say all the time is that we need to stop putting out fires and start leading. And it's mm -hmm. so easy to get caught in that fire and think this fire is the only thing that matters. This fire is the only thing that is getting my attention right now. When what you said is so incredibly powerful that the outcome of that situation didn't change but how you interacted with it did change. Will you say a little bit more about that? Because there's so much wisdom in that. I want to just sit in this moment for a minute because it's so powerful. So the the situation, um, without getting too, too far into it, was essentially a teacher was not meeting my expectations. And as somebody who taught in that content area, it was very frustrating for me to feel like I knew what the right answer was to know how to fix it. And they just weren't doing it. And I couldn't understand why. And I, I intervened this way and this way and this way and this way. And none of that really mattered. What really mattered is that I needed to sit down and see this person as, as someone who was struggling and someone who probably was also frustrated 
and also feeling as though they weren't getting, you know, done what they needed to do. And that's a very, that's a very one difficult position to be in and a very helpless position to be in. And when we feel helpless and unsupported, it we have a tendency to then say, oh, well, to heck with all of it. So no matter how many interventions I was going to put in place, if there was this feeling of helplessness, of I don't know what to do, I don't feel supported, none of it was going to matter anyway. So I could burn myself out being frustrated by not taking the right approach, or I could sit down with empathy and just say, how can I help you? What do you need? And you know, have it kind of come out organically that maybe I need a different situation. You know, maybe I need a different age group, but not to impose that on somebody else, to allow to allow them to be human and, and allow myself to be human. Because it's very, it's very stress inducing to manage those things and to feel like it's an, it's a personal dig every time someone doesn't do what you ask them to do. It's very exhausting. So I needed to give myself permission to let go of that as well. Yeah, man, Sam, that is so powerful. There's so, so much wisdom in there. I'm going to try to hit the high points. Um, but that is definitely a, a part of this podcast. You should go back and listen to again. Just hit rewind a couple times and go back to to her explaining that. Couple things that I just want to highlight. Everybody who has someone who's not meeting their expectations feels frustration about that. That is a totally natural, normal feeling. What you were doing before is you were judging them because of that. And what you were doing after was you were approaching them as a human being and saying, wow, this must be tough for you too. I bet you don't want to be a sucky teacher. And I bet you feel like a sucky teacher because of one, how you're performing and two, how I'm making you feel by constantly judging you all the time. Now, maybe you didn't say that, but your change in tone and the way you approached it differently definitely communicated that. And by changing that, when we talk in the coaching, we talk about communicating on the PQ channel or the emotional channel, that when you're communicating in that way, people feel it differently. And so you can say the exact same thing, but because you have empathy and respect and love for that person that is inside of you that you're feeling regardless of what they do, then it communicates itself through how you communicate to them. And it's incredibly powerful. And that is, that is not nothing like that is a big deal and something that is, is really powerful. The other thing is you ask these two questions of how can I help you and what do you need? And then the conversation goes from you saying, how do I get this person out of my building, out of this classroom, out of this funk, out of whatever, to you saying, how do I support you as an individual? And then sometimes that means, hey, I really think that I need to leave. And let me just share this with, with my own experience. I had a teacher who was really struggling and we had a frank heart-to-heart -heart conversation and I was doing what you're doing and really focusing on her as a person. And then I asked her this question and it was something along the lines of, is this how you see yourself for the next 20 years? And she was like, if I'm like this for the next 20 years, it's not worth it. And I was like, so why are you still here? And it wasn't a, why are you still in my building? You suck. It was a, 
you're obviously not happy. Why are you still here? And she's like, because I have rent or a mortgage and I have a family that I have to support. And I was like, okay, what if we could, you could still have all those things taken care of, but you weren't here anymore. Would that be better for you? And she was like, yeah, that would be so much better. And I said, well, why don't you go find another job? I will be a reference and I will support you in going and finding another job. And she's like, but it's the middle of the year. And I was like, I don't care. You're miserable. That's not good for you. That's not good for anybody. Why do you want to still be here if you're miserable? And she's like, I don't want to be here. I said, then let's find a way for you to get out. And she was like, why is my current boss saying, let me help you find another job? That just doesn't make any sense. But the reality is, is when you care about someone, it does make sense. And it is easy to say those things and care about them and care about their success, not necessarily care about them being in your school, fulfilling their contract, for example. So I think that's really powerful. Let's talk about flex time in schools. If you've been listening for a long time, you know how important I think this is. It gives us more time for personalized learning, increasing choice and agency for students, and the increased enrollment that comes with it, dedicated time for intervention and enrichment. And overall, as school leaders, it gives us and our faculty more tools to increase academic achievement. But the implementation and management of flex time can be so tough. Tricky logistics and a lack of clear accountability systems can prevent teachers from buying in and can hold us back from ensuring students make good use of their time. I'm pleased to share that MyFlex Learning provides a solution to these challenges and more. MyFlex Learning helps you create and manage flexible time for any purpose. And with seamless SIS integration, a student locator, flexible daily rostering, and an intuitive mobile app, it eliminates the common challenges of implementation and management. Want to see for yourself? Visit myflexlearning.com b to learn more about it and receive $500 off the first year of use. That's myflexlearning.com be. So let's shift a little bit. You've been in the program for a couple of weeks now. What are some of the big takeaways for you that are valuable and meaningful that are helping you change the way you're doing it? And just to be clear, you're at the point now where it is the easiest to be depressed about your life and to feel like I am a miserable failure. That's very easy to feel like that at this point. So what are some positives that you've seen from this program? So we're at this, at, we just finished the part where we're talking about the judge and it's, it's work that revolves around how we judge ourselves, how we judge others, how we judge circumstances. And the positives that have come out of realizing when that's happening is honestly the feedback I'm getting from those around me. I've had a couple of teachers come up to me and tell me that I've been more easy or more relaxed and I've been easier to talk to. My husband and I had a conversation last night about how I have more positive things to say, how I don't just walk right into the negativity of my day, that I always start with something positive and that's been something that's happened for the last couple of weeks. And a teacher that I'm even having difficulties with now told me that she appreciated, because I came into her room and talked to her, that she appreciated how my demeanor had changed in the last couple of days. Because instead of 
going automatically to that judge that, you know, they must be doing that for this reason, or, you know, they must feel this way about me. I'm trying to just have that that discernment that this is what's happening. This is how we're going to address it um, and not internalize it, which has been something I, I realized through this program that I've done quite a bit. I've internalized a lot of how people perceive me, how people perceive my school. And if they're not meeting my expectations, how I then perceive them, which isn't necessarily the case. I'm finding that in administration, you learn the hard way that not everybody is you and that's okay it's it's not just okay it's necessary that just because someone is not the teacher that i was doesn't mean they don't still contribute something positive to the students that they are engaging with and that just because i was an effective teacher doesn't mean that my way was the best way for this group this year at this school so it's it's taking in all of that perspective and the positivity that other people are seeing even if I don't necessarily feel it, because like you said, this is the, the, we're talking about all of the things that we used to judge ourselves through all the years kind of week. But even if I don't see it, I know that others are seeing it. And that feedback is, is very significant because it feels, it feels then like a change is really happening because others are seeing it and giving me feedback. Yeah. And think about how much better you're going to be over the next 10, 15, 20 years because you're seeing these things now and not having to wait until year four or five when you're really feeling burned out and stressed to the max, uh, which is essentially where I was like, that's when I started figuring some of these things out. And it's just incredibly powerful where you're at now at the beginning of your principal career to learn and understand these things especially because that judge has been so harsh and has been so on the surface that everybody's seeing it. And they're actually telling you, Sam, that you're changing. Like that has got to be so gratifying because the other part of that is that you can go have these conversations from the heart and be real with people. And you don't have to be lying anymore because before you were lying when you were trying to hide your judgment. Now you're not judging, so you don't have to lie. You can just be honest and you can just say, hey, this is what I saw. Like, there's no judgment here. There, this is just what I saw. And this is how I'm approaching this. And this is this is my perspective. Help me understand where you're coming from. And then, you know, what you'll what you'll also soon realize is that you don't actually need to give feedback to anybody as a principal. And this is where it gets really powerful because you just start asking questions about what they're doing, how they're uh, approaching this problem, how they're solving this problem. And you just acknowledge where they're at and you see some really powerful changes start to happen because of that. So uh, if you are interested in this kind of coaching, I would love to have you join me. I start up new cohorts every six weeks or so. I'm doing one at the beginning of 2024. So I'd love to have you jethrojones.com slash coach. You can learn more about the program, the six week intensive program that we do, and you can get some opportunities to see what's going on there. The last thing I would ask you, Sam, is what would be your advice to someone who is, who is struggling, feeling alone, feeling like they're not living up to their own potential? What would be your advice to them in overcoming some of those things? 
the first piece of advice, you know, honestly comes from my husband um, and kind of piggy, piggybacks on what we're, what we're doing, what we're talking about is having this, this winning mentality, having this, this idea that you're going to go out and you're going to kill it today. And my husband, before I leave, he always like, okay, you're going to kill it today. You're going to, you're going to do the best that you can. And my judge prior to doing this would tell me, no, it's going to suck. Like, <laughs> um, and I have this and this and this, and all of these things are on my mind. And my advice is to allow yourself to have that positive outlook. Give yourself the permission to say, you know what? Today is going to be a good day. Um, you know, and not look at your calendar and just feel horrible about it, but to say, you know what, I'm going to make the best of these opportunities and shift, shift that mindset because, you know, we feel isolated and alone because we feel that we're the only ones dealing with it. And that's not necessarily the case. Um, other people are struggling in, in leadership. We just have to find those people and not judge ourselves too harshly. We're doing a, a significantly difficult job. You know, our job is not easy. Our job is mentally and, you know, sometimes physically draining. And it's good to acknowledge that and at the same time not be overwhelmed by it, not be consumed by it. You know, acknowledge it. Okay, yes, this is, today was tiring. And then move on in a more positive manner. And to find those people who you can talk to. That's why this group, the pods and the mastermind is also very, very beneficial, very helpful because I'm able to connect with people who understand what I'm going through and don't judge me for it either. Yeah, very powerful. We we didn't even touch on the mastermind at all, but that's another part of this that is incredibly powerful. Um, before anybody can go into the mastermind now, they have to do the the mental fitness stuff first because it's just it's a total game changer in how it works. And uh, I'm letting you start the mastermind and do the uh, the mental fitness together. Uh, once again, if you're interested in getting this kind of coaching that truly is transformative, go to jethrojones.com slash coach. If you got questions you're not sure, just click that little schedule a call button down at the bottom and let's meet and have a little chat about it because I'm sure you still got questions. It's all good. I'd love to answer them for you. Sam, thanks so much for being part of Transformative Principle today. This was awesome to have you on. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Do you want to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com BE. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all of those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flexible time without all the headaches you get with it usually. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. 
Visit myflexlearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash BE.